Fairy tale friends, it's me, your old pal Santa Claus. I heard that you've been very good this year, so I've asked my friends Tara and Ryan to record a very special episode just for you. So grab your hot cocoa and cozy up by the fire. It's time for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. <laughs> M- Merry Christmas, fairy tale friends. Welcome. Come in and know me better. I feel like saying that every time we do this. Even yeah. though we're not doing Christmas Carol today. And we're not doing uh, the movie I lovingly refer to as Brandy Cinderella today. Yes. Um, we had to move some stuff around. That's fine. Things happen. Life happens. So we are kind of moving up our official Christmas stuff. We're going to end up giving you three. Three. Think about it. It's a Christmas miracle. We're giving you three <laughs> Christmas episodes now and we'll move brandy cinderella our 2023 will be a little bit rearranged and that's fine we'll figure it out but today we're coming at you with 1986's jim henson jim henson's the christmas toy now tara you had not seen the christmas toy never seen it had you heard of it i feel like we talked about it in the toy story episode maybe um do you remember if we did? I definitely I can't remember if we did or not. Because but I don't remember that this was very close to the... Very similar, uh, which we'll go into. Maybe we didn't talk about it. I don't remember, but we did. I feel like you've mentioned it to me mm-hmm. before to ask if I've seen it. Now, we've, we've talked in the past. Uh, w- one potential future for us is a Jim Henson season. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that. And that was I think that was when we 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 had we kind of went back and forth on what we were going to do for Christmas this season and Ernest Saves Christmas got vetoed. Um so uh, Ryan is crying <laughs> in the corner. Uh but, um, but I thought this this fit better. We actually started watching this just, just for our own. I was like, let's check it out, you know, cuz we've been watching a lot of little short Christmas things and we got a little ways into it and you were like, "Well, let's watch this for this." And I and I went, "Okay." For the podcast. And yeah. we'll just redo it or we'll re-air this episode when we do the Jim Henson season in 2029. 20, uh, <laughs> so um, it starts off and it's got that little intro where it's like, who's the Christmas toy? And then Rugby the Tiger comes by on a skateboard just frozen with no one. He goes, I'm the Christmas toy. Or, or someone goes, am I the Christmas toy? He's like, no. And he comes yes. by. And he's a stuffed tiger. He's a stuffed tiger. And it's all these little weird, funny Jim Henson looking toys saying, am I the Christmas toy? And he's like, no, I'm the Christmas toy. And then we get. We get Kermit. Kermit. Dressed as Santa. On the roof. Mm-hmm. Now. When this was put on DVD a while ago, so we talked about this because we also watched the Fraggle Rock. Yeah, there's a new Fraggle Rock show on HBO. On Apple. Oh, excuse me, on Apple. And they have a Christmas episode in their season. Which was pretty fun. I thought it was really sweet. You were asking, well, why isn't this all on Disney? And I'm like, well... Disney doesn't own the Fraggles. So there's always some weird stuff with exactly who Disney owns because they don't own like all of Jim Henson's stuff. They own the rights to the Muppets. Like it's kind of going back to like that Marvel thing of like when Marvel didn't own X-Men or they didn't own certain characters because other people owned them. They couldn't show them in the newer Marvel movies. So even though Kermit is in this, they don't own the rest of the characters. So when this was put on DVD, they cut out the, the Kermit part. Oh. Oh, that's so sad. Only recently was reinstated in the in 2019 when it was put on Amazon. So this is oh, kind of okay. a newer thing that he's back. I 
Not that it would, because if I never saw it with Kermit, I wouldn't know. But mm-hmm. the charm of Kermit and just being excited to see a familiar Muppet, I think is a nice way to start and end it because he comes in again at the end. Right. And I think Kermit did a lot of this stuff. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, there was the Jim Henson hour, which was like a 30 minute. He did this kind of like show, but then he would do kind of just random stories. And sometimes Kermit would intro them. And he, I think he does it with, you know, the, the bunny picnic mm-hmm. and maybe he does one. i think he does it with emmett otter because i think emmett otter had a certain thing that for a while was broadcast without his without kermit in it yeah um because disney owned, Ker- owned or someone else owned muppets like they've gone through all sorts of yeah ownership rights but yeah i, I so he comes in he's like he's climbing up on the I, muppets do this thing when they're trying to climb up on something that viewers you won't be able to see but it's just the arm going huh yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, you know, like it's always when they're climbing. <laughs> yeah. There's like three climbing up on something bits uh-huh. in this, and Kermit's like, "Well, it's not. It's not who you think. It's me, Kermit the Frog." And uh, that was awful. It wasn't uh, too bad. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "I'm going to introduce you this story about what happens." to toys when no one's watching. Yeah, he says what goes on in the room when the family's not around. And that's the whole Toy Story thing is this whole thing is what happens when people aren't around what toys do. And they sing a song. They have a couple songs in this. But the song that they sing is that they just want to play. So it's not necessarily as... It's not like a town or a city of people, which is what Toy Story feels like. Like there's yes. a hierarchy. There's a little bit of a hierarchy here, but not by much. Well, this you only is, get 50 minutes to introduce yeah, the story. So yeah. this is more like everyone just likes to have a good time and like chit chat with one another and and that kind of a thing when uh, the kids and the adults aren't around. I, I don't think anyone would say, oh, my God. Disney, like, this is 100% the Toy Story story, but it does make, I remember when we watched Toy Story, right? like, what an inventive idea. How, how has no one thought of this before? It made it feel less special. Yeah. And the, the other thing, well, we'll get to it. We'll there's, get to that stuff that's direct, in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm curious, what did it air on when it first came out? Do ABC. You know? Oh, okay. Which I wonder, I don't know if disney owned abc at the time yeah Yeah, i don't think they did i think it was the the 90s 90s, yeah uh i also am curious not of the main character toys but of all the like side character toys did you have a favorite um so i think there's two different there's like three levels there's the main characters who are rugby the tiger Mm -hmm. apple the doll mew the the cat toy who looks? I like. He looks exactly like a cat toy. Like, yes. like I've seen that particular cat toy, and then, and then maybe that's it. Those are the big three. Well, and then you have the the grandfather bear. Well, that's what I'm saying. Those are the B list to oh, me. Those okay, are the ones okay. that are kind of in there. And then there's the background ones. Now, the background ones are more of what I'm asking about. Because I have the a B. B li- I have a B list favorite. Okay. I really like Bleep or Blip. Oh, the robot. The robot. But the Barbie was was a funny gag. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they did a bit on the Jim Henson Hour where they kept going into Barbie's dream house and like like there was like a skit that went on there, if I remember correctly. I have to find it. Yeah. I liked... In the castle, there were these wooden soldiers that they would were come cool. up, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they would like have their mouths open, and they looked really fun. But in the background, every time they were back in the toy room, they would like come up, and then they'd go back down. <laughs> like it was really fun to there kind of a focus on them. Ton of like 
new specific Muppets for this special. There's a lot of them in there. Yeah. A lot of background ones. There was a dragon that I thought looked really cool. There was the like dragon a Humpty Dumpty. Cool, yeah. There was a, 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 a rabbit that was coming out of a hat, but when he became alive, he would wear the top hat yes. around, yeah, which I thought was, was kind was of fun. fun. Um, the, the, the ones you're talking about, the, the little people in the... They were like, they were, looked like soldiers, but they were like little wooden. You know what they looked like? And again, we're going to bag on Shrek for a second, but uh, in Shrek where they're like, welcome to Duloc, we're a place of, fun. like the Duloc, do you remember that? Yeah. Like, and it was the it, the thing that's supposed to feel like uh, making fun of Small World. That's mm-hmm. what they looked like to me, but yeah. they were fun. But we find out uh, after this song that if you're caught out of position, so basically if you're not where you were when the people, when the humans last saw you, you're frozen forever. So you're essentially yes. dead. Like you no longer come to life now, when people leave. With that information, you may be asking, why wasn't this under the childhood trauma theater heading? Uh, wait, wait and, and, and if you're showing this to your kid, get them all the way through to the end. <laughs> Let them know. Also, it didn't. You didn't seem to remember. You saw I, it as a kid and didn't recall none of the, how disturbing some of this felt to us as adults. Yes, I did not remember this being traumatizing. I remembered very certain parts, but none of it was like bad. And I think you'll see that once we get to the end. So yeah. we'll get to the end. We'll explain why it's not childhood trauma. So then rugby has like this flashback to when he was the Christmas toy last Christmas, and we yes. find out it's Christmas Eve. Uh, So a year has gone by and rugby is not really aware that there's a new Christmas, that there are new Christmas toys every year. He thinks the Christmas tradition is he comes out of a box and makes everyone happy. Yeah. Because this is only his second Christmas, which kind of makes sense because it's like, well, if you, you know. Well, he's a little, he's a little arrogant. He's a little full of himself because he's the favorite toy of the daughter of Jamie. And so, you know, he just thinks Apple the doll is jealous because Jamie loves him more. Because but it, he's the Christmas toy. Yeah. But in reality, Apple was the Christmas toy the year before. Right. So she deals with like, yeah, I've been through it and all that. And um, rugby doesn't believe her. So there's there's a little bit of that throughout. I, I do remember we talked about early scripts of Toy Story. Like Woody was a jerk. Yeah. And I liked rugby, but I feel like this was a little more of the like... I'm a jerk. I'm the best toy, you know, and you, you don't really relate to rugby as he much. He didn't have the camaraderie. Like, yeah, there are people who like Woody and right. There are people who get along well, and Woody's like, relatable. Like yeah. you, you deal with him like he's like, I guess I'm not going to be the favorite toy anymore. And he deals with that. And that's something you can deal with. And this is a different version of that same story where he's like, well, I'm the best toy. And you don't like that character. Yeah. Or you don't relate to them as much yeah. as you would Woody. So rugby leaves the room. And when they realize that that happens... Well, because he thinks he needs to go get in the box. Yeah. And and he doesn't believe anything anyone's saying. And so he leaves before who I'm calling Grandpa Bear. He's an older Balthazar. toy with a cane. Balthazar is his name. Oh, that's his well, name. Well, then it's... Well, isn't that lots of hugging bear from the third one? Like, I mean, I guess they're working on toy stereotypes. Yeah. I do have a question about Balthazar. Okay. He's got a cane. He has a hard time getting up. So was he... <laughs> So do toys, was he an old toy when he was new or did he, was he a new toy and he's gotten old? That's how I interpret it. That like he, he's been around the block many years for Christmas toys. Like there's my Michelangelo as Rowdy Roddy Piper toy up there. I've had him for a few years. He's not getting like bent over more. But you're not playing with him. He's on a shelf. But like, did that, 
did bear come with a cane? Did they add okay, a cane? Okay, the cane, I don't know where the cane came from. <laughs> I will saying. say the cane. Just saying. I don't have an. Uh, all right, all right. Maybe it's. Yeah, the cane, I don't have a reason for it, but he's tattered and he looks like he's well loved. He looks like a stuffed animal that you've carried mm-hmm. around for years. But he reminds everyone about, like, you know, we're going to get new toys. This is what it's going to look like. And of course, rugby doesn't hear any of that. He's mm-hmm. left by that point. And so there's this clown called Ditz, and they make it very clear that Ditz. Is stupid. That's yeah. what they say. They're yeah. Like, oh. and like, not me. They're just, he's, he's the one who says, he goes, Did someone say stupid? Whoa, we're not talking about you, Ditz. Like, you know. Yeah. So he goes out to look for rugby, and the mom. They're doing laundry. The mom and the dad have some funny little lines because you never see their yes. faces. You just see like their legs. But like it's just them interacting like the dad's like, we must be the only family doing laundry on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, there's a couple. couple <laughs> well, lines then he's like, like hey, what kind of cookies did you buy? She's like, never you mind. Yes. And I'm like, it she was, doesn't say it like that. It's like, never you mind. Like, it's kind of playful. There's a part later where the, the toys are downstairs and they make noise. And someone goes, mom, what's that? And the mom goes, don't worry, your father's going to go find out, yes. which is really funny it's to really me. Good. <laughs> like, And he's like, grumble, grumble. Yeah, but when she's <laughs> she's going around doing the laundry and you're seeing rugby hiding, you know, he gets yeah. laundry thrown on him, he goes into a closet, but Ditz gets caught and it doesn't matter if you like go limp as yeah, a toy. If you, Andy's if you're, coming. Yeah, if you're seen... It's over That's, for you. But it's not you going limp. It's you legitimately like, as we thought, a toy dying. Death. We yeah. thought it was, I was like, oh my God, this is death for a toy. And I kind of remember the shot. It's a little more like watching it now. So it's literally, this was, it's a shot of the door. There's clearly a marionette of dits standing up. Yeah. And then they just cut the strings. Yeah, that's and he just goes, it, yeah. and like falls down. I was like, oh no. Yeah, and so then they drag him back in after the mom. Well, we, don't, we don't see him. Dra- no, the mom puts him back in. Oh, that's right. They that's put right. him the on like him back a train car, and the train takes him over to what is a pile of other. <laughs> other toys yeah multiple dead toys there's like like three or four three or four and the phone there's like that phone the rotary dial phone i used to have one of those yeah yeah. it says sorry the number you have dialed is no longer in service yes to refer to dits no longer being able to move around and talk and we had a question about this (laughs) this is a meme this is a meme like that people have made fun of, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, the kids can still play with those toys, even though they don't come alive when the kids leave. So are the kids playing with like the corpses of the toys? Yes, 100%. And that's so disturbing. So like- Well, you pointed out it's even, it, it's potentially worse than that they're playing with the coma patients. Yes, <laughs> we, we, we realize they're more in a coma and we'll get to that in a yeah. little bit. Uh, because there's very specific dialogue that kind of leads us there. Yes. But again, as a child, you're not reading into all of this. As adults, you're, I think, reading into it a yes. little bit more. I think more. you're going, oh, no, dits, like, or something. I mean, also, if you really think about it, it's just, you're, you're I, I, it's weird. Because the other thought could be like, well, now it's just a normal toy. Like, these are all toys that have magic in them. And then yeah. now it's just a normal toy. Yeah. So that's a nicer way to look at it. We're, of course, We're kind of diving the, into the, it. The, yeah, the dark side of it. But uh, do you want to go through the voices? Because uh, Mew, I'll talk about it while you're looking up the list, but Mew is the cat toy and no one really likes him. He smells like catnip and everybody thinks he smells awful. And he's 
you know, trying to befriend rugby and rugby isn't really into him. And in the end, they realize that they're pretty good friends mm-hmm. and they kind of go on this journey together to go down to the Christmas tree uh, before the other toys come to try to get rugby. And I was going to say to you, they have a Rizzo and Gonzo feel. And then you were like, oh, it is Rizzo and that's Gonzo. their voice. So they feel. Well, because well, I said, oh, it's Rizzo and Gonzo. And you were like, yeah, that's what it feels like. I'm like, no, literally, because it's. It's that's the magic of the Muppets to me is you don't yeah. look at them. It doesn't look like Gonzo has put on a tiger suit and Rizzo, but like you're getting that same kind of feeling because those are the hands that are you're well, seeing. And also right? their personalities as Rizzo and Gonzo, they weren't the same as Mew and Rugby. Right. But the camaraderie with the two of them was similar. So well, there was a similar feeling there. And you get two actors doing something, you're you 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 get the um rapport between them. Yeah. But I, I'm referring to Muppets Christmas Carol, yeah. which is later. So it is kind of fun that this is earlier of them working together. Yes. Doing I, this. Well who does Pepe? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know if Steve Whitmire does Pepe, but I don't think he does. I think it's a new person. So yeah, that's not the same thing. Never mind. Well, um, let's back up. Any other voices that are from other Muppet characters? So well, yeah, it's the whole crew. So uh, Balthazar is Jerry Nelson. Grandpa who, Bear. Yes, who did? Looks like the Count. It's it's hard because you got to go through their thing. Let me see. Oh, okay. Real quick, who else they are? Sorry, I thought you had like just like a quick list. I I think so. He's Floyd Pepper. And uh, Doctor Strange, Emmett Otter, he's uh, Robin. uh, He's uh, I mean, he's Jerry Nelson is one of like the five original. Frank Oz is not in this. The other one is Belmont, who is the horse. Is Richard Hunt? Richard Hunt uh, is Scooter Statler, Janice Beaker, Mm -hmm. Sweetums. Um, He's also unfortunately like he is the one who uh, passed in '92, possibly before um, Jim Henson, I believe, from. HIV complications, um, yeah. or may- maybe AIDS. I, I, you know, it's it's something like that. Uh, and then the rest of them, like Steve Whitmire is Mew. Like I said, Rizzo being Bunny. Dave Goals is Rugby Tiger. Dave Goals is um, Gonzo. Uh, Brian Henson is Cruiser, who I believe is the taxi the cab, cab driver. Yes. Um, and those are like the big ones I know. Oh, Jim Henson is of course Kermit the Frog and Jack in the Box, but he is uncredited. And then there is. Um, I need to look into these people because, and we were talking about like, what's the, you know, like the big five who started were, were all men. And I feel like those are the ones I remember. And I, I just don't know a lot of them. I don't know if it's, I don't know a lot of the female Muppet performers or they don't really feature a lot of the female Muppet performers, but Catherine Mullen was Apple and Camille Benora was Meteora, a character we'll talk about in a little bit. And Molly, the voice of Molly, who is the older, older daughter. sister daughter, who's like, mom, the kids are out in the hall again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you. You're that, welcome. Uh, that's helpful. And you kind of, because sometimes you can hear, oh, that sounds like Gonzo or that sounds like, you know what I mean? You can associate the the Muppet voice with a different character they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're going to get to Meteora now, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, not really. So Rugby gets down to the tree. He sees a box that says Jamie on it and he's trying to get into the box and Mew helps him open it. And this bad guy, like Meteora, Shira-esque 
doll. But she's bigger than a Barbie. A, she's she's a space doll. She's yeah. from another planet. Because she says, like, take me to your leader. She's very yes. much what planet what, is this? Very much what Buzz Lightyear yes. does when he gets into the toy room. And so my question was, do you think that the people of Jim Henson and the Muppets who worked on this were upset when they saw Toy Story? Like, do you think they were like, hey, they aped I, this from us? I don't know. I mean, they were definitely owned by Disney at the time. So I wonder if Disney was like, yeah, we could, I, I don't know. I mean, there I, were a lot of there were a lot of direct parallels, I would say. I will say I would feel a little worse about it if uh, there wasn't all that stuff about like the different things they tried. Because I think Buzz was going to be a army toy at one point and mm. then the idea of like cowboys versus astronauts and the idea of moving yeah. from the 50s to the 60s like there's a reason they went with that but like and it was just also like it's also kind of like well theirs is just the nugget of an idea like That's buzz true. lightyear is a whole it's a character fully formed, like yeah. meteora is like not the the focus of this mm-hmm. and i i get it i mean that someone who works in a creative industry sometimes you're like oh we did that first and like you know it just yeah. is how it is. It is a different story. Like, I don't yeah. want to say it's beat for beat Toy Story, but there are some direct parallels. That's just very interesting. It's also the 80s, so it does feel like they were pulling that. And she 100% looks like a She-Ra He-Man. Yeah, I really liked her design and her yes. costume and all of that. But uh, she starts making noise and knocking over chess pieces. And so when all of that is happening... The parents are coming out and all the toys kind of freeze instead of trying to go find a place to hide. They're all so scared that they're all going to be frozen because mm-hmm. at this point you have the robot, the horse uh, and the cab driver. No, the robot and the horse are cab lookouts dri- at the top of the stairs. The cab driver's down, I think, with them by the tree. With Apple. And then and- you've got Apple the mm-hmm. doll and Rugby and now Meteora. So there's, oh, and Mew. So there's a lot of toys that potentially could be frozen forever. So they're very scared. And Mew makes the sound of the cat. Yes. And then the dad goes to check and thinks it's the cat and then just doesn't even check. He's right. like, oh, it's the cat. Uh, which I thought was a really was really cool and it Mm -hmm. gives like Mew saves the day in that moment and that's when everyone's kind of stops calling him a cat toy and all this yeah I think that's interesting I like the idea that there's it's a a hierarchy Yeah. yeah well and then Apple finally gets through to rugby and is like I need you to really remember what last Christmas looked like because you just remember how much Jamie loved you, but you have to remember who else was there. <laughs> and so they do this flashback. They show the same shot a lot and with different perspectives. Yes, they showed this earlier when Rugby is, he has a song about being the Christmas toy and how amazing that felt. Mm-hmm. So now it's from a different perspective, but it's that same Christmas morning. And then in the background is Apple just laying on the couch. And they kind of like they don't zoom in on her because you're still seeing Jamie and rugby. But they like go in a little bit and she's got one single tear (laughs) that goes down her cheek. And she's got the most human looking face. Yeah. And I like lost it. I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) It just took like such a sad. It was such a sad moment for Apple. But that was her trying to get through to rugby to say, you know, we all have kind of gone through this. Now it's your turn. Like, you just have to be prepared. She's kind of preparing him, you know, now that they've met Meteora, like Meteora is who needs to be in the box for her to open. And so then that's the next thing. They have to get Meteora back into the box. So rugby appeals to her like 
vanity and like you're stunning they're gonna love you if you go in this box and uh, you know the boxes we're gonna I, I kind of forgot exactly what the thing is but it's essentially they're gonna love you if you're in the box and they find you tomorrow morning yeah. like blah 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 and they get her back in the box again she's not like a buzz light your level like thing in this you yeah know, she's but just she kind was of a there. cool she's a cool character so then they all go back up the stairs uh, Mew falls off the cab and then they open the door. Well, and Mew is, he's, he's on rugby's tail. Yes. And yeah. And he loses like hold the grip with his mouth of holding on to rugby's tail and the mom opens the door and I was like, are they going to kill Mew after he <laughs> and, just and, saved the day? And they do. Yeah. Th- he is frozen forever and rugby is like, I don't care if I get caught. I have to go down. And even if Mew can't hear me. I have to see me, if he's okay. And then if not, I have to tell him I something. I have to tell him something whether he can hear me or not. And so he's singing to Mew, who for us looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. And he tells him he loves him. He says that I love you. And then when Mew awakes, he describes it as being very dark and cold and, and then, then it was warm, and, and then wo- it was warm, and he woke up, which is what some people say when they've been in a coma. Like it's like things that they perceive. Mm-hmm. So, so the toys are not dead; they're just in a very deep yeah. sleep. Uh, but then you wanted to talk about a toy apocalypse. So here's my problem: if we're looking forward into this, is that now? Okay, so toys are imperceptible to humans; they can't die. Like like they they they're immortal. And now we've they figured out the one thing like the one thing we had against them should they try and rise up against oh, us. Oh, so you're worried that the toys. I'm will... worried that the next inevitable I step see. is the toy. There's we get an evil toy <laughs> who's like we have to take them out, and it's just all I got to do is say I love you to like the toys that we've taken off the battlefield. Like what do we what what do we have against these these? They don't feel pain. There's a whole thing about how oh, they don't yeah, feel pain yeah. when they open a door into them. We're doomed. <laughs> That's very funny. Like, I didn't think about that at all. Like the Christmas toy three or four should be like in the future. The toys like the beginning of yeah. of um <laughs> Terminator. Oh, we see a yes. toy step on a skull. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, when I wrote the note for very dark and cold underneath it, I wrote no, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the my reason notes. the reason Tara wrote a lot of notes, and I do want to apologize a little bit for this, but you were like asking all these things and i'm like these are really good questions we should bring up on the pod yes also this is a short so you've spoke through like 40 percent of this thing i couldn't help it i I liked it but and we'll go into that in a minute but well this is pretty much the end yeah well the only other thing that i wanted to to mention here is the other toys that were in the pile come back to life because they sing this song but they come back to life before rugby can tell them that he said, I love you to Mew. Uh, and that's, yeah. yeah. So it's, a, I guess it's a Christmas spirit. There thing. was a lot of questions that came from Tara that I said, don't worry about yeah, it. That was yeah. my answer. Uh, which was fine. I didn't mind it. It was more just questions I had. I liked, so uh, they bring in the new toys that they got, uh, the the boy and the girl, Jamie. And, uh, we and the see, cat. Yeah. We see Meteora again, but then the cat gets a new Mew, gets a new mouse toy. And I like that we get, to, and it's a girl mouse toy, but I like that we get to see them side by side because you can see that original Mew has been put through the yes. ringer. Like his whiskers are all like twisted and and he's like that throughout it, but I don't think you notice it as much until mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. the new one next to him. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a cool way to do that. And then Kermit comes and, and joins them and they sing another song Which, at the end. 
I understand that the whole Kermit being because at the beginning they didn't move when Kermit was around. Oh, that's right. And then he comes back. They also and go. Ah! He should put them all in the thing, and they're just like, "That's what saves us from the toy apocalypse." Mm, is Kermit is Kermit, just yeah. Kermit can sneak in because they're like, "That's clearly a toy. It's not a toy." Ugh. Uh, but uh, no, I, I obviously Kermit's the storyteller, and you know yeah. it's the whole thing with the Muppet. The Muppets has always been kind of this meta thing of like we're telling because the Muppets is all about we're putting on a show. Like that's yes. the original idea of the Muppets is they're entertainers, they're putting on a show, and then it kind of becomes this meta thing of like, hey, I'm Kermit, and this is our Muppet story tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know this kind of takes the Chris. This could take the Christmas tale off of our Christmas toy, off of our. Um, this is a little off topic, but I want to talk about it anyway. Uh, off of our like Jim Henson thing, uh, but there are so and, and, you know. So now we've already done Muppet Christmas Carol. Now we're in the Christmas toy. What do we have left for Muppet Christmas things? There's like four or five Muppet Christmas specials still left. There's Emmett Otter. There's, I thought we did Emmett Otter. We, no, we just watched it. Oh, okay. Um, there's Emmett Otter. There's this one I forgot what it's called, which is one of my favorites, where they go to Fozzie's mom's house oh, for that's Christmas, fun. and she's actually renting out a room, like almost like an Airbnb, to Doc and Sprocket from the Fraggles. Uh huh. And so they're dealing with it, and like it's the Sesame Street people show up and everything, and there's this whole subplot where the Swedish chef wants to kill <laughs> Big Bird because he wants to bake him as oh, the turkey, no. and it's really funny because the Swedish chef keeps trying to do stuff and Big Bird is oblivious to it <laughs> and like the chef keeps getting hurt and then they go they and find are out these all aired somewhere this can is all one them? thing is but what I'm saying can you find it I don't know that might be on YouTube or you may, I don't know where you get that one and then there's a the whole thing they find Fraggle Rock and like Gonzo goes into Fraggle Rock or mm-hmm. Robin I think Robin does I don't remember someone goes to Fraggle Rock um, and then there's a third one that I've recently heard about that I've I, I had never heard about it is Kermit gets sad and decides the world would be better off without him and they do It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life but with Kermit. The angel is um, I told you this the other night uh, David Arquette. Yes. Yes. And I was was like who was it? And it looks bizarre and it's this new thing where it's like everyone's like the, the article I read on it was forget Muppets Christmas. They're like Muppets Christmas Carol is amazing no one talks about this Muppets special. And it's a whole, like, he takes them through, like, what everyone's doing because the Muppets never happened because Kermit wow. didn't get them together. And I'm interested to watch that. Maybe maybe we'll watch it this year and do it for our, our Jim Henson thing. But uh, there are plenty, if you're worried, like, oh, man, what are they running out of? We, we There is a glut of... <laughs> Muppet Christmas yeah. specials. I think because the Muppets do such a good job of giving a lot of emotions, which is what I think of as makes a good Christmas special. Mm-hmm. It's not just fun. Like a Halloween special, to me, a family Halloween special is like spooky but funny. And those are the two things. And a Christmas special is like, there's a little sad, there's getting over things, there's like a lot Coming of emotions. Together, yeah. I, I love the emotions of Christmas stuff. And this had a lot of that. It the did. Christmas toy. Yeah. yeah. Did you, well, who was your favorite main character? Mew, I think Mew you. Yeah, my we both like. I liked Apple. I thought. I think Apple probably most people wouldn't say because she does have a creepy doll face. Yeah, but she's got like fun Raggedy Ann type hair. Actually, it looked. You know what it looked like? It looked like the like Rainbow Bright's hair was actually yarn. Yes, that's what it looked like. Except it was like red. But you know what I mean? Like she was. She was a lot of fun. Now, would it surprise you to know that in '94, this actually was spun off into a show called The Secret Life of Toys in which it was kind of some of the same characters but not and it was like the same thing where so that's before Toy Story so that's two times they tried to pull the story Um, but yeah I saw that I didn't really dive into The Secret Life of Toys but there was a spinoff later 
I I really enjoyed it. I know for all the questions and like points that we brought up, it is short. It's like fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're it's on we, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. So definitely check it out, especially if you love the Muppets. If you're a sucker for Christmas specials, which we definitely are, I think it's uh, pretty good for kids. Yeah. As long as you get them all the way through. Like, to me, I think part of the reason it didn't feel traumatic is what was happening, The thought, like, diving into what was happening might feel traumatic when you're thinking about it. But after you know how it ends the first time. Yeah. And I didn't remember. I'm like, Tara was like, do you know they come back? I'm like, I, I, I can't. I don't imagine being, like, upset by this, so they must come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, one thing I will say is because we focus a lot on Christmas specials, I wanted to give a shout out to the new Fraggle Rock special Mm -hmm. if you have apple what was it called again night of the lights night of the lights it's like the last episode of the first season yeah of the new show and uh they do highlight all of the holidays around this time of year in december uh kwanzaa is shown uh hanukkah is shown is it denali is the other one it it looked like a southeast asian family um, like Indian or Pakistani, I'm not sure who yeah. doing doing a uh, celebration. This is coming from a a, a good hearted place and a little bit of ignorant uh, uh, ignorance on my part on exactly who celebrates what. I I will tell you the and I don't even know if I'm saying the right term, but it's it, I thought it was the one from the office. Remember where they Diwali? go? Diwali. Diwali. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. We are not familiar, but what I will say is they highlight different cultures mm-hmm. and and different celebrations of light yeah, there's around whole, this it's time a- of year. And so if you're looking for something that isn't just Christmas, this one doesn't actually mention Christmas, I don't think. Yeah, it... it, it- Co- it co-ops the visuals of Christmas string lights. That's about it. Because yeah. they have what they call glow grapes. Yes. And if you yeah. tie, if you put glow grape vines together, they light up. So mm-hmm. like essentially that's the thing. It's the idea is so it's, it's celebrating the, the light. Let's just talk about it a little bit. Why not while we're yeah. here? Um, it's the uh, darkest night in, fra- in, in in the rock. Is it called the rock? Or they just call it frag rock? Whatever. Um, and so they that's when they light up these glow grapes. So it's then they're going on an adventure to find the oldest Fraggle alive, who is a character I forgot about and I love. Yeah. This is like, once I saw the best lights ever, and the whole idea is that he eventually takes them to see the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, the Northern Lights. And along the way, they see like how the doozers do the Night of Lights. They see the Gorgs. They see the trashy. And then they, they, they go to different families. They get a postcard from Uncle Traveling Matt. That's the thing, because he's out in outer space, quote unquote, seeing the silly creatures. And he's talking about how like, oh, they all they all do the, the Festival of Lights, but they all do it differently. And they he kind of focuses on like the food, how they all have lights, you know, like the, the lighting of the menorah for Hanukkah and things mm-hmm. like that. And he's talking about the whole thing. It's, it was a good scene because it was all like, isn't this interesting that we all have similar things dealing with? Like it, it felt like a he didn't really like punch it home, like in a way that was like, do you get this? Yeah. But what I got from it was, these are all things that we think about how are very different. We're all very different holidays, and they're holidays that, like you know a dumb dumb like me can't even remember the name of Diwali, and we're not familiar with. But like they're celebrating similar things of getting together and being with people you love and and kind of this it's dark but like we bring light to the darkness and this yeah. sort of thing so this is a good thing to put out the we've kind of planned what we're gonna do but as we've said 
plans can change very easily. And tis the season and, for everyone getting sick. So that's <laughs> that's part of it. So if you're out there and you know, like our podcast in general is about like television and tea and movie specials and, and stuff like that. So if you know of like anything like like specials that you know maybe celebrate these different uh uh uh, winter holidays or whatever get at us and let us know and we'll check it out and you know you'll get you know what what this world needs two more (laughs) waspy people's uh (laughs) opinions on oh sorry wasp would imply that you were a protestant i'm so sorry you're wasp (laughs) uh but like get our opinions on it but we'd love to also just know about these stuff and add it to our yeah i'd love to highlight it because we do we do focus on a lot of christmas celebrations and there are a lot of christmas specials and that's because that's what we know but the fraggle rock one was so i loved it i thought Mm -hmm. it was really great it's definitely one you should check out and if there are more we need to check out we would love to watch um, different ones. If if we don't cover it this year on the podcast, we'll definitely you know bring some eyes to it on our social media and things like that. Or feel free to, to post on our social media uh, any of that stuff. Um, anything else we want to talk about the Christmas toy? I I, I really like this diversion. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. I liked. I I definitely think you should check out the Christmas toy. Yeah. So Fraggle Right, Fraggle Right, Fraggle Rock, Night of the Lights on Apple. TV, mm-hmm. um, Christmas toy on Amazon uh, Prime. It also looked like Emmett Otter was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check those out. Uh, I'm, and we got two more coming up. The next one, if things go the way we think they will, <laughs> Childhood Trauma Theater, Gremlins. And listeners, I have only seen Gremlins 2. I, so I have so never seen the first fascinated one. because Gremlins 2 is clearly a comedy and the first one is not nearly yeah, as funny. That's why I'm like really. I saw them in the order you're talking about and I did not like Gremlins 1 the first time I saw it. I yeah. will say that. Um, yeah, I never I just I grew up knowing and watching Gremlins, too. I think because it was funny, right? Because it was a comedy yeah. and it's based in New York and. <laughs> I would love to do Gremlins too. I don't think it's on a holiday, but I just I I fire for years. Man has <laughs> sought to overtake fire. This building you are currently in is on fire. I just love that. That's one of my favorite. I also jokes. love the Gremlin with the the big red lips. The lady Gremlin. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Uh, but we are we are watching the original, so I've never seen it. So I'm really excited for that. And it's got a very distinct Disney connection because all the gremlins go watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, if I remember, in a movie theater. (laughs) So, all right, gang, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, and we will see you next week. All right, take care, listeners. Ho, ho, ho. Well, children, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Now, if you want to let Tara and Ryan know what you want next year for Christmas, you can send them an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com or call them on the very easy-to-remember hotline, 707-YO-TRPD1. That's 707-968-7731. If you want to stay off the naughty list, Please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean.com, or wherever you hear it. Stay safe and be good, everyone. Happy holidays to all, and to all a good night. 